Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, where we break down popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm Rogue. I mean, I'm Alex. I, I apologize. <laughs> that was a bad one. I, I, but, I butchered her Southern Belle accent. Correct. Oh, boy. Uh, so, we're doing X-Men now. Yes. Yay. Hopefully, by the time we're done with this, we'll be able to get to Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Deadpool, we should we should go and address that. Deadpool, we're we're probably going to be able to, to pick up in stride. I think uh, we should be finishing finishing this series. What beginning of June, maybe, maybe. somewhere out there, maybe a little into June. Surely Deadpool will be out. Is it not already out? He comes out in a month. Whatever. Okay. Then yeah, we're good. Um, we're Apocalypse, obviously, we're totally dating this podcast. Yeah, well, I don't care. This <laughs> this is what I'm gonna. This is gonna get all sorts of dated because it's very circumstantial for for. Stuff I'll get into about how people feel feel about this franchise right now. Um, the uh, Apocalypse has is probably going to come out, I, I guess, maybe in August, September. Since we like to wait on so, movies to come out on, <clears throat> yeah. on, on Blu-ray or, you know, some some form of thing we can buy, uh, we, we're going to wait on that. Uh, we'll probably keep on doing other things. Yeah. And then whenever that comes out, we'll probably, like, take a break in between a couple of film series. Yeah. And just do Apocalypse. And then what, whatever we're, all, we're on at the time, we'll finish that up, and then we'll, we'll grab Apocalypse really quick. Whenever and that's up. how we plan on doing <coughs> all the other yeah. movies, franchises that we've already done before. If there's like a new one, yeah. Although I don't, I don't, ex- I don't expect another James Bond for a while. Yeah. I'm so sad. You know what is coming out at some point? Transformers Five, though. It, no. <laughs> I'm putting a moratorium. <coughs> no. <laughs> okay, done. so let's let's get started. Okay, so also I, I apologize. I have a cold. So. Don't get me sick. Why not? <laughs> okay, so X-Men, directed by Brian Singer from the year 2000. Uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the critic scores an 81% and the audience scores an 83%. Do you want to get your rant out of the way, or do we want to do best thing, worst thing first? We'll, we'll, do best. we'll keep the formula for now. All right, so best thing, worst <laughs> thing, go. <laughs> so so I, I, I've, I've decided my, uh, my best... I think my, my favorite thing about this movie is is pretty much everyone except Halle Berry. And my least favorite thing about this movie is Halle Berry. <laughs> because really, she is just atrocious. You really don't like her in this one? No. Okay. She's bad. I, the, so the, for, for me, she <clears throat> doesn't come off as distracting in this one. And, and I, I, <laughs> it's mostly just in X-Men 3 when they get <clears throat> way too much screen time that it's like, okay. I mean, yeah, but I, I find her very distracting in this one. And like... Okay, fair the, enough. The fact that she's this—it just—it—it's very weird to me that, it, like, like I don't know when the last time I saw an actress that bad, or or an actor that bad in a in a like major role. I don't know. It's just very. Do you like her African something accent in this one? You, I think we've watched this like we've watched this twice before, and both times. You mentioned like together we watch it, and both times you mentioned that she like tries that and then drops it. She drops it in the sequels. Okay, so she drops it. In the, I I don't even notice it in this one, except for <laughs> like you pointed out after like one line. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, so yeah, I, you know, she kind of tried there. It didn't really sound that good, and then I just never noticed it again. So, but like delightful. It's it's on top of the fact that I I, I don't she she doesn't really look the part to me like i don't know if that's the way that like like i the, the point is that she's obviously storm is supposed to be african like she is yeah. she is not african not even like african-american like she's she's from africa and she is like the, this this you know uh well the original story is whether she, she's like uh, like she's part of a local tribe and everyone thinks she's like a goddess yeah right? she's like a weather goddess yeah. basically and like she's supposed to be very like passionate and emotional and she and, and, and like Oh god, that's that's not this at all. Yeah, and, and Halle Berry is Halle Berry's like the most emotionless thing. And and she's like like I, I mean I, I hate to, to put in turn because I'm not saying you have to like like have everyone look exactly the same, but I, I feel like her skin isn't very dark, like like in the way that you would expect. I mean I, I know that that they can't really I know this was also kind of I don't know. I feel I feel like it's, it'd be more acceptable to try and go for a casting like that nowadays nowadays than, than back then because 
race has progressed and race in, in media and diversity in media has pro- progressed in long ways but it it really just feels like oh hey oh wait what has Hall- Halle Berry been in before this I don't know what she's been in before around this time she won an Oscar believe it or not but then she was also the Bond girl in Die Another Day which is one of the worst James Bond movies I, I, and then she was in Catwoman which is just one of the worst movies ever made was Catwoman before or after this it was after this okay it's around the time know. of X-Men 2. I just, I feel like she's, I feel like Hollywood was like, oh, hey, there's a, a popular uh, African-American actress making the rounds, and let's, let's, let's grab her without really, like, giving it any thought. And, it, I mean, if she won an Oscar, but obviously there are things she's, she can do that I have not seen, but in this movie, she is not good. I, I don't trust the Oscars. I, I mean, that's fair, too. It's but, not fair to judge, because <clears throat> we haven't seen the yeah. whatever movie it was, so we can't really judge but, her performance in that, but I... I and Just because she won an Oscar yeah, for that does not yeah. mean it was necessarily the greatest performance ever. Yeah, and and I feel like also like like her. I can't even remember what she really should like the the wig or whatever they use for her hair doesn't look very good. I don't know. It's just she she doesn't look the part at all to me. She doesn't play the part at all to me. She's not, she, she doesn't come off to you as as a, a character that that comes from Africa. Yeah, or or just Storm in general. Even if they yeah. wrote that out completely, which apparently they didn't really. If she has the accent, I don't know. Uh, they never really mentioned it, right? I don't think so. Uh, not that I remember. No, I, I don't think they did. But yeah, it's just and like like the much maligned uh, Joss Whedon quote thing, where 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 there she she has the joke where where she's like. You know what happens to a toad? To toads when they get struck by lightning—the same thing that happens to every everything else. I think that you can deliver that line in a quippy Joss Whedon way, in in the way that Joss as as Joss Whedon does. I think you can deliver that line. In Robert Downey Jr. could deliver that yeah, line exactly. If Robert Downey Jr. playing Storm, Tropic Thunder style. Oh God. Uh, yeah, it, it's. You can deliver that line. All the social justice warriors would be all <laughs> on you for that. I know. If, if they I, aren't already. I'm not trying to like... to like. My point is that she... like, And I'm not saying that necessarily she has to be like like from Africa in order for her to be good at playing this character. But the, the, it would help if she was a good actress, at least. But she's not. So it, it's just this whole thing of nothing about her matches the actual character. You just kind of looked at, oh, African-American woman. Let's let's do that. Yeah. Like you did, it feels like there was no thought of hey, let's try and find someone who can really bring this character to life. Um, Maybe it's just because I don't really know all that much about Storm, uh, yeah. so so it's just she's just kind of there in most of these movies, so it doesn't really bother yeah. me that much. I guess. Um, um, go ahead and talk about your favorite thing because you like. I was about to, no, I was about to say on the flip side, <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. Is Charles Xavier and Ian McKellen is Magneto? Like yeah. those are right there. Like that. That's that is spot on. Yeah. Hugh Jackman ain't bad either. I know he's tall, and I, I'd like to see the fact that he's he's a tall Hollywood kind of. I don't want to say pretty boy, but like a. a what's what's the term I'm looking the for? The leading man type. Yeah, yeah. You know the fact that he he he's like that. I think creates problems down the road for for what the people creating the movies thought people wanted out of the movies. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to like X-Men 3 in particular, a little bit of X-Men 2. Uh, a little bit of this one. The But but like, obviously Hugh Jackman is a fantastic actor and he, I think, I think he does a lot of stuff very good, very, very well in this. Yeah. Uh, when trying to, to portray uh, Wolverine and uh, what, what's her name? Anna Paquin? Yes. Uh, yes. She's pretty good at throwing. Fun. Accent's a little uh, thick. I don't. I guess I don't know better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not super familiar with the accent of that she's trying. It's it's like what what is it supposed? Is it just supposed to be like deep south or is it yeah. like oh it is just supposed to be? Deep I south? think so. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a more more specific. I think they say she's from Mississippi. Okay. Okay, in that case maybe I'm not as okay with it, but whatever. It, it's 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 kind of southern bellish and it's it's a little. It's not perfect, but you know she's fine. Fine. She, actress-wise, emotion-wise, what she brings to the character-wise, it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, trying to just kind of run through anybody else major, any other major actors, and then uh, missing here. Uh, I mean, I I like 
James Marsden. I want us as despite the fact yeah. that he gets nothing that's, to that's do something, in any of these That's something we'll movies? have to talk about a little bit. I think he's I think he's great for Cyclops. Is that but, the single biggest missed opportunity of any of these movies? Is actually making Cyclops yeah, the main character? I, I I definitely think so, okay. and I really hope they're planning to turn that turn that around soon. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm having to remember all these people's names. Uh, Phoenix Lady. Bonka Johnson. Yes. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, she's good. She's great. Uh, does that cover all the major ones? Pretty much. Yeah, I can name more. But basically, every everyone in this is is great. Like they're you know exactly what I would hope they would be. Yeah, or the like kind of kind of the the, the casting that I think you need to do for this. It it, it it basically just kind of blows my mind that they're all so spot on in a world where pretty much all superhero wise, all we'd really gotten had, had Spider Man one even come out by now. No, Spider Man was two years later. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, Get that wrong. They think Spider-Man came out first. This was... Yeah. This beat by two years. I, I guess that's that's the thing that amazes me so much is that this... They, they struck this so well in a, in a time where, like, they could have gone so wrong. And I guess, I guess maybe that's kind of what it is, is that they people were just stalling with all these, these movies that, that didn't get very well received and just kind of, like, one was bound to work eventually. Yeah. But the fact that it was X-Men that that really just just hit home and and started off this drawing like that was very important that it was such a major cast that had that so unabashedly was about superpowers and kind of the superheroes and what they they dealt with like that the fact that it, it worked that well on that level I think can't really be understated it's a lot of how I feel about the about Spider Man one and, and two. Where they might be dated, but I don't think you can understate how important it was that those came out. Yeah. And that, for the most part, they, they do have consistent quality and, and were passion projects of people trying to make something work and without, without a whole lot of template to go on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, my, my best thing, um, this is some of the most effective world building i've ever seen in a single movie that that just doesn't completely like go overboard and it's less like oh there's no plot yeah there is a plot i feel like it's a it's a very good balance between showing you the world and you know having a plot and being a standalone type thing very much feels like a pilot yeah for a tv show but like a really really good pilot yeah. that makes me want to keep watching yeah um and, and I love how they use both Wolverine and Rogue as sort of the, the ends for the audience. Mm -hmm. And it explains why the universe is getting explained. Yeah. Instead of just a couple of guys that we that we already know are aware of everything going on in this universe that are talking about that. Yeah. Sometimes you get that in movies and it's like, both of you already it's, know it's this information. Not, why are you It's not overload it? of exposition that doesn't really feel like there's any point in this. Like, it feels like everyone should already know this. Yeah. It's... it's Complete new, completely new. Just like yeah, we're showing, doing more showing than telling. Also telling you what we what you need to know because we're doing it through these these uh, avatars for the, the the audience. Yeah. Um, and then my 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 worst thing. I was gonna say the action sequences, but the more I think about it, and you briefly touched on this, the the, the Gene Wolverine romantic stuff. Yes. That's very fair. And they, they start hinting at it in this one, and it's... That's that's why I feel like... I feel it's, like it's, the, it's very clear that after this one, they should have put the brakes on that. Yeah. I feel like the the action sequences are more of a problem in this one than that, just because that's not that big of a deal in this. But, yeah. I mostly just hate the scene where where he's healing, and she she's talking with him in the, the med room, and... and they're talking oh, yeah. about Rogue, and he's like, you can tell her my heart belongs to someone else. And it's very clear that he needs her. And it's like, you've only known each other for, like, a couple of days, and <laughs> we there is, like, no relationship-building scene. You you know what her powers are, uh -huh. and you know that she's attractive. Uh-huh. And, and we don't really get a connection as to why she would be interested in him other than, I guess he's, like, the bad boy, but that's more... Talked about in X Men Two, yeah. 
that's really that might be my least favorite thing overall out of this series because I feel like that ties into the Cyclops being completely wasted. Yeah. Uh, out of these original three movies, at least, where it's like in the comic, the 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 reason why this this feels very like out of nowhere. In the comic, Wolverine never really has a shot with Gene. He's just this gruff old dude that that you know tries to to you know make him make him pass out of every now and then. But he know he's he's realistic and he acknowledges that he he he's not going to ever get her. That she's you know she really she and Cyclops aren't really meant to be together or whatever like that. And and that's what kind of where the Hugh Jackman casting becomes a problem because it's like. Hugh Jackman isn't this this gruff, you know, scrappy, uh, short guy that that you know is is. I'm trying to think of like a comparable character. In in any other, just any other movie. Well, I'll, I'll put now, it who Wolverine should be rather than how he is in this. I'll put it to you this way: he, he when they were doing Casino Royale, he was one of the top considerations to play Bond. Interesting. It's like. Yeah, you you want the same guy playing James Bond to be yeah. s- s- uh, short, scrappy, gruff Wolverine. Yeah, again, this is before superhero movies are being churned out by the dozen. I understand why you why how hard it would be to sell a movie with someone like I can't really think of who you would cast for that, and I can't really think of how you would play that at all. Yeah. Like, without it becoming, like, a caricature, like, almost, almost, uh, Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones style, like, th- like, I don't know how you play that in the right way, especially in this era where we're nothing, there's not really a precedent, and it's, it's, you've got to nail it now so that you can set this, the template for this world. You, you just get short Tom Cruise. You just get, you just get him. <laughs> Everybody already makes fun of him in real life. Just stab it and be in the movie. <laughs> but still, he'd be, he'd be too pretty. Like, it's, yeah. that's, that's true. Yeah. I really can't think of... I can't think of right now who you would cast for Wolverine. Maybe yeah. like Daniel Radcliffe would be pretty fun. <laughs> I don't know how much he can bulk up. He is but, hairy now. Yeah. He could do that. He could totally <laughs> do that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it, the fact that, that Hugh Jackman is, is a leading man, you know... Uh, What's what's what I'm looking for? Uh, uh, swashbuckling, you know, I you know the, the guy that you would think is going to be the the main big hero action star. He's he's the guy who you ca- he's the type of actor that you cast for Cyclops, and instead they cast him for Wolverine, and because of that they feel the need to eventually or to, to string str- drag on this weird love triangle that doesn't really work ever. And kind of just ends up in, in Cyclops getting screwed over. Yep. James Marsden cannot catch a break in superhero movies. What else has he been in? Superman Returns, oh. where he's a part of another terrible love triangle. And it's... <sighs> Thank you, Brian Singer. <laughs> that's, his, that's his goal in life. He, he just wants to screw over Brian, or, uh, James Marsden for no particular reason. <laughs> he just decided, hey, I don't like that guy. And now no I matter how no matter how far I go with my movies, I'm never going to give him any sort of success. And now that he has another actor to play Cyclops, he's like, okay, now I'll give you something to do. You know, Cyclops <laughs> is going to be the main character. James Warren's going to be like, what the crap? <laughs> um. Okay, so before we really get into the movie, I'll, I'll go, rant time. Oh, so, so <sighs> Deadpool came out, right? Deadpool came out in February. And so I've been told. Yes. I love that movie. I think it's very good. I like it more than you do, right? I think that's that's generally what yeah, that's, that's fair to say. Yeah, I, I I am a big fan of that movie. I think it's very well done. I, I I think it's exactly what it needed to be. I think I think it does a crap ton right. Very happy with that movie. However, that came out, and now everyone has decided that all of those old movies, old X Men movies. I, I'd like to correct the record here. Wait. Zealous comic book yes. fanboys. When I say everyone, I'm referring to the internet where the the vocal mi- minority is the the far and away the biggest uh, the person who provides their voice the most. Yeah. Uh, every they, they have all decided 
that all these movies are are uh, a bunch of of fetish fetish clad like like leather bound uh, weirdos acting around and and accomplishing nothing and and spitting on all your beloved comic book characters and and Jennifer Lawrence is the worst thing on the planet. Jennifer Lawrence is a whole other mini rant because the internet used to love her and then like she said something about feminism and she started getting cast in a lot of stuff and now everyone thinks she sucks. And so that spiraled into this where everyone thinks that Days of Future Past sucks because Jennifer Lawrence is in it a lot. Which she's a she's a good actress. Like suddenly everyone's decided that she's terrible. It's like I just I don't understand where any of this is coming from because it's it, Deadpool came out and suddenly everyone was like, okay, this is the only thing we're okay with. Nothing else that came before it is okay. Even though Days of the Future Past is a really good movie, even though X Men Two is a really good movie, like there there's all this stuff that spoilers. They're the best movies of this series. Yeah. And, I don't th- and they're among the best superhero movies first, ever made. First Class is real good. I enjoy that a lot. I I, I think the other two are... Produced, well, and I believe some of the story stuff was by Brian Singer. Yeah. And, like, there's there's so much that I'll I love. I'll you this way. The ones that he does not have any of his, of his yeah. focus or, or any of yeah. his name in are, are the worst ones. Oh, yeah, by far. X-Men 3 sucks. Except for Deadpool. Yeah, but X-Men 3 sucks. X-Men Origin sucks. The Wolverine is okay. There. It's there. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't understand why everyone decided just complete... Like, everyone hates Brian Singer now. To be fair, the, the, we're, we're not going to really address the, the sex assaults, accusations, yeah, or whatever. I think that that really has played a hand in this, especially with the... Like, but that's the, been the, around a while, hasn't it? It's been around for like a year or two. Yeah. I Like, I mean, and that's fair. It, the, guy, the guy has more problems than, than sure. That, why does that mean that you have to hate a lot of the good effort, good work, the the, the actors, the writing, all of the stuff that Because you either love it or hate it, man. Exactly. It has to be perfect or it's the worst thing ever. Like, I just don't get why anybody... I understand you, Internet. I, yeah. I don't even, get... Even if you don't understand me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I just don't... It's, it's mind-blowing to me that people just decided that these movies that were very critically acclaimed are suddenly just useless because this other movie came out and it proved you could do something differently and also be good. And the thing is, this isn't like the first time this has happened either. The Like, I'm thinking with, with the Spider-Man movies um, where the first three came out and I, I think I talked about this a little bit when we we actually went through all those. Uh, the first three came out, and the third one sucked. But people loved the second two enough that, that they were still pretty high on Raimi. And then the Amazing Spider-Man movies came out, and the second one sucked. But they never really hit the highs of the Raimi movies that, that everyone enjoyed. So those that franchise got buoyed down, while the Raimi franchise got pushed upwards in, in ratings. Because it was like, oh, it's so much better than this stuff we just got. And then, I'm, like, I'm thinking with the Batman movies, where... Uh, w- oh, don't worry. We'll get to we will, those. We will get to those. Uh, the first two Batman movies are very dated. I hate to say it, but they are, they are very Raimi. I, I, I feel like when we get to those, we're going to have a lot of similar feelings that we did about the Raimi movies, where... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Yeah. The, where, where, I'm excited. Where it's like, yes, it's very, it was very important at the time, but nostalgia is the main thing carrying their torch still because they are very dated. They have very weird tendency, and, and overall, they wouldn't, they would not be received well if they were released in today's environment. Those first two got buoyed up because Batman Everyone Forever hated Batman Forever. Batman well, Batman Robin. Forever came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, this isn't very good." And then Batman and Robin came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's terrible." And so then, Batman Forever was dragged down. Batman and Forever Batman was dragged down even Batman further, were put even up though even Batman higher. Forever. 
it's not necessarily a good movie, but it's not it's not as bad as Batman. It the wrong could one. possibly be the best of the Burton Schumacher movies. Who knows? Words. <laughs> I don't know. I have to. I didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking I was, about. I was going to wait and say stuff like that when we actually justify it by rambling for an hour. Wait, you're saying <laughs> Batman actually gets a character arc in one of these movies? No. Hot. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the Batman Forever got dragged out. Well, Batman, and more specifically, Batman Returns, because that's not a very good movie these days. When you you go back and look at it, got dragged up, and then the Nolan movies came out, and they trashed the Batman and Robin thing even further. So now you've got the the echelon of Batman and Batman Returns and the Nolan trilogy, and then Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are the the scum of the earth. And, and now you, I bet... Now and, I you, bet. and you've got the bickering fanboys who are like, oh, the Dark Knight trilogy is the worst, the Burton movies are yeah. amazing, and then vice versa. And it's like, can you not just enjoy both? No. Oh, wait, no middleware on the internet. <laughs> Silly me! Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like this keeps happening, where the moment, so, the moment something different happens in a franchise, the internet immediately changes how they feel about everything involved in any previous version of the franchise. The, the art... Uh, the arc of another Batman movie, the internet throughout the process of Batman versus Superman has been fascinating. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll, we'll get to that too. We're gonna we, we're gonna include Batman versus we, Superman. We are eventually in our gonna, get, gonna get to Batman, the Batman series or the Batman franchise, and we're gonna we're gonna cap it off with Batman versus Superman. We're not gonna do Man of Steel. We're gonna talk. We, about, we talk briefly about that. Whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in Batman vs Superman. Yeah. The, Point is, these, these, this is like months down the road. Yes, it is. It is. We're just big plans, big plans. <laughs> but yeah, the, it, that's what. Like, it just it, it. I know this is this is what you get when you have a lot of people on the internet, and they can be anonymous, and they can have their. I get that this is what happens in in normal democracy. <laughs> like in a true, <laughs> I'm not trying to be communist here, but in a true democracy, where the, the, there's a reason that most democratic societies today. Uh, I believe you mean socialist. <laughs> Most democratic societies today... In case you couldn't tell, that was my Bernie Sanders I think it's impression. Pretty good, I think it's a pretty good Bernie Sanders impression. Uh, the, not to get political, too political here, but... Uh, there's a reason most democratic societies today advocate for having delegates and representatives. No matter how corrupt the system may be able to get, it's not directly people just swaying each other with massive mobs that go back and forth like the internet. <laughs> the internet's the worst! Yeah! <laughs> it's, it, it really is like it. I get that this is what happens when you have lots of people and they're all talking and they they no one's like standing out above the rest, so it's all just this massive and swinging of opinions. Especially when you can speak anonymously, it's like yeah, yeah. I can say whatever this, I want. This makes there sense are no to me. repercussions. I'm not saying that like it's just annoying to me that that once an opinion becomes starts to become valid, how how quickly it swings into this is the opinion that is right. Yeah, and and then that oh you that, disagree with it oh. Well, you're dead to us. Yeah, and how that takes over, like every facet of every conversation. Oh. Every time. Although, if you like X Men Three, you're dead to me. Just kidding. <laughs> every or am I? Oh, every apocalypse trailer that comes out, I'm always like, "Hey, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that." And the like, every comment is like, "Oh, this looks like crap." Singer is terrible. Get him off the franchise. Those stupid leather suits—they're just the worst. And I'm like. It's fine. It's good. Wait for the movie. Okay, segue into the movie that we're talking <laughs> the actual about. Movie. Now that we're about halfway through with the podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, there's really not a whole lot going on in this movie other than laying down the, the groundwork yeah. for the sequels. Therefore, which, we are laying the down the groundwork for our podcast well, about the sequels. Part, part, well, part of this <laughs> is just addressing the franchise as a whole and how, how it evolves. Like, yeah. I think what you were bringing up is a very important yeah. thing. But let's go ahead and address the costumes. I actually kind of like them. Yeah. Don't kill me! I, I agree. <laughs> I think they're fine. Yeah, they're leather. I think they... I still think... Okay, okay. in a more <coughs> realistic depiction of the X-Men, it does not make sense for Wolverine to be wearing a, a very light yeah. yellow and blue yeah. costume. Like, especially because they're from a school. Like, like, I don't know, the whole uniform thing, it makes sense to me. Yeah. And... I don't know. It, it, and that's not it, to say that, like, when they get to first class, it's like, oh, they're using yellow and blue. Like, that's great. I keep, I keep, yeah. But, but like... Deadpool, with, with a Negasonic Teenage Warhead suit, it's good. Like, she, I like the costume. It's cool. Yeah. Everyone agrees. It's very good. It's, cool. it, it's very faithful and everything. But that doesn't change the fact 
the thing about the X-Men is that they, for the like, they started off with the classic suits, right? Yeah. And then, at the end of that run, at the end of that, that first 60 issue, whatever it is, 66, I want to say, issue run, uh, towards the end, they, they all get their own costumes, and they just kind of, like, start just doing, hey, we're just going to have them wear whatever, because we're, you know, screw it, let's go off the rails and try and make them as colorful as possible, because this, this comic is about to die. But, uh, since then, like, people, I mean, they do keep bringing back the, the, the classic costumes every now and then, but for the most part, characters have their own costumes, like, they do their own thing. There's not really that much of a staple X-Men costume. Like, I mean, I, I know that you could argue the basic one is from the, the 60s. And and they I know that they use they do use it, classic it, costumes okay, every so, now and then. So, so but, it, is the overall argument from the internet that it's terrible that they're they're like a very unified look, like everyone has a very similar looking costume, or is it just that they're dark and they're leather? It's the, it's that they're dark and they're leather. The idea the the, the reason people take take umbrage with it is because they don't like the fact that it's not colorful and not and I I get that I agree I I love what like the MCU is doing. For, for what they're doing with but, the costumes. But, and everything. I'm but talking tone here. This movie starts off with with <laughs> Nazis in, in the Holocaust. Yeah. Like like Magneto and his family getting drugged around in a concentration camp or getting yeah. taken to a concentration camp. Like this is Definitely. this is not the movie to be having Wolverine dressed up in bright yellow spandex. Uh-huh. And can I just say I also appreciate the line where Cyclops totally makes fun of that. What is, what does he say? I, Wolverine's trying out the costume and they're in the X shed and they're about to take off to go to Liberty Island. And he's like, you guys actually go, or you actually go outside in these things? And the Psychops goes, well, what would you prefer? Yellow spandex? Yeah. <laughs> which, which is, I, you, you, you post that. See, for me, that's, a, that's a huge middle finger to all the fanboys that I actually like. <laughs> it's like, guys, this, this, give it time. Yeah. Give it time. Exactly. It, it now, nowadays, and they are obviously moving towards that, you know, and I mean, we, we, what we see from Apocalypse, there, there is some, and, and I mean, in, in, in uh, Days of Future Past, which we'll get to, they, they had bright, colorful Sentinels. They weren't exactly, look exactly right, because it wouldn't have made much sense, but they, they, we're getting there. And I, th- this movie came out in 2001. It's going to be entrenched with some old ways that don't work anymore. You know what the best They're part is? They're fixing them. You know, Deal with it. You know what the best part is? Blade came out a few years before this. Yeah. Just two years, I don't remember. But um, that that's like a completely different look from how he is in the comics. And they give him like a very dark leather jacket. And he's, yeah. he's just like wearing all black. And it's like, nobody has a problem with this. No one at all. And now that's like the definitive version of Blade. Uh-huh. And nobody bats an eye. But no, uh, leather uniforms for the X-Men not, not having it. The biggest thing about them is that the, the, everyone is saying, oh, they're, they're fetish suits. They're, they're gimp suits. You know, it's, it's weird. They're motorcycle suits. <laughs> yeah. That's what they are. They're motorcycle suits with, with some, some uh, like, faded colors on the front. Like, they're not, they, they're fine. They're not, like... These weird, like, strange... They're just what you'd expect a normal leather suit to look like because someone is going to go through some minor wear and tear. Like, it's... it's Yeah. It makes perfect sense. They're phasing them out. What more do you want from them? I mean, and then even in first class, they were, like... They were bright and colorful. Yeah. I don't... I just don't get it. Well, the problem for me is... Really, that that's what what the issue is. Yeah, it's it's not. Is this a good movie or not? It's like, oh, those leather suits are terrible. Exactly. I, it, <sighs> if that is the fundamental point for why you don't like these movies, you need to get your head checked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and I, like these these movies very much understand what the themes and ideas that the X Men are uh-huh. supposed to represent. Definitely, like opening scene with the concentration camp. And then it cuts to Jean Grey that, defending mutants in Congress. Like all that is just like okay, they get it. And that that We're off that, and running. that they opening get it. scene is the perfect way to to immediately tell you this is what Magneto came from. This is why he is what he is. Yes, like it's perfect. <sighs> but no, they they wear those leather suits. It's terrible. Yes, it's the worst thing ever. Uh, we should probably <laughs> talk about the movie now. <laughs> what what's it's really uh, not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, I do agree that it really does feel like a, a TV pilot, a yeah. long TV pilot. Yeah. Um, I mean, how long is it? 
like an hour forty-five, something like that. That's funny. So, so it's it it is almost just an extended like uh, it's like, like a two-hour two, two-part a two-part pilot or something yeah. like that. Uh, it went, but like, but even then, I I do like Magneto's plot. Yeah, like it's fine. It, it makes sense. It's not like super over the top or just completely obnoxious out of nowhere. Yeah, and it makes sense with his motivations. The plot, if you haven't seen this in a while, the idea is that he has built a machine because Magneto has like magic mutant engineering skills. Yeah, and they say multiple times that he helped Charles build Cerebro, which is contradicted in later movies. But whatever, we'll get uh-huh. to that. Oh boy, we'll get to that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but he's built a machine that can turn humans into mutants, supposedly. Yeah. And he needs Rogue to power the machine because she can absorb his powers and be able to work the thing. And he wants to attack or, or use the machine on this UN summit. So he's going to turn all the world leaders into mutants. Uh-huh. Like, makes sense. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, the, the only part of it is is that it's kind of like, well, would, that, would he really be able to do anything like that? And it's like, well... Well, I mean, it's a little ridiculous that yeah. he has to put it in the torch of the Statue of Liberty. And yeah. <laughs> the third act... Does the third act kind of fall apart for you a little bit? Maybe not fall apart. It's just kind of, like, dragging. Yeah. I don't know. Again, feels like a pilot where in the pilot, the se- all the fight scenes would be real quick. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have high production value. they just get on with it. and yeah. then, But instead, they drag it out because it's a, it's a feature movie. Uh, I really don't like the fight scenes. Yeah. I know I said the Gene the Wolverine relationship was was my worst thing, but the fight scenes are a close second. Yeah, particular like I'm thinking about when Toad just attacks Storm, uh, Cyclops, and Gene, and just takes them out in like a matter <laughs> of seconds, and then he like throws up that vomit thing on Gene's face, and it's just a, yeah. What I I don't I don't know what to tell you. And then he just beats the crap out of Storm, and then Storm just kind of murders him. Yeah, <laughs> so, that happened. Uh. Doesn't Sabretooth die, more or less? Supposedly, yeah. Sabretooth, I'm not sure how I feel about uh, Magneto's uh, Brotherhood of Evil. What, what's, yeah. yeah, yeah, Brotherhood of Evil means. I'm not sure how I feel about that in this one. Because it's like, he, he grabbed Toad, who hasn't... I, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong about this. I feel like he hasn't been that important in a long time. But it was like, oh, he's the original, so we're grabbing him again. Uh it's probably like when I'm, I'm just thinking of how they could do it as a, like just you know thinking about it budget wise it's like who is someone that, that we can like easily like display their powers and it's not too costly it's like oh we can just use wire work for him because yeah. he's jumping all over the place in the makeup yeah, and a CGI tongue yeah uh, I was gonna say uh, you've got Mystique she's fine uh, very different from how she is in the comics right yeah she has, like, no dialogue in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that might be... And that's Which actually makes sense, because Rebecca Romaine Stamos, I believe she was married to Doc, John Stamos at the time. Um, she was a model. So yeah. I was like, well, do, and, can we trust her acting ability? I mean... That's that's something that I don't love, but I feel like they've gotten a lot better about, is is kind of how one-off a lot of it... The, not one-off, but how, like... We're just, it, it, it's a, it's a, a problem and a good thing because it's a good thing because it helps a lot with world building when you just kind of accept that these characters are here. Yeah. Uh, but it also it, it makes you kind of want to get more into the into who they are. Yeah. And I feel like they've gotten a lot better about that. I wish Sabretooth came back in X Men two or three. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, fine with Toad being gone, but you know, yeah. At least they kept him sneak around. Well, that's what I was gonna say too. Is Sabretooth weird because like <laughs> he get, he gets nothing, no dialogue, and, and he he obviously he gets like, a couple lines. And, and yeah. he obviously has, like, no uh, previous association with Wolverine. Like, they don't really address that at all. Well, it's, it's weird because he, he has Wolverine's dog tags and he's, like, interested in them. Okay. But, like, like that, that's a plot point. Yeah, okay, I missed that. But but f- still, like, for the most part, it's just kind of strange. But, yeah. I f- like, I feel like, for all its faults, and, and we will get to it, in Wolverine Origins, uh, it's the name Leaf Schreiber? Yeah. Uh... I, I love him as Sabretooth. I think he's incredible. And, like, I, I it, it bothers me that, that you can introduce side characters like Toad, I feel like, and, and just kind of be like, oh, hey, they're out there. Yeah. Uh, and, that like, it's just like, okay, the, you know, we, we've accepted it. They don't, they're not supposed to have major character. That's fine. Yeah. With Sabretooth, there, there's supposed to be a lot more to him and, and Wolverine's relationship. And, and, you know, he's supposed to be kind of a, a very com- 
not maybe not complex. I don't know. It's supposed to be an, an interesting villain, at least. And they don't really do anything with him. And they don't really try to do anything with him until Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Uh, Mystique, yeah, they don't really give her a whole lot. She Does it bother you that she's naked? See, I get, I get it from, like, a cool sci-fi, we're just doing things to make the world feel more, make more sense, because yeah. she wouldn't be wearing clothing that she hadn't generated. Yeah. So she's just like, I I, I don't have With to With the, the like, on. flipping, like, yeah. weird flipping skin tiles. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Not sure how to feel about it. I, I, it doesn't bother me so much. It kind of bothers me when we get to first class and they try to explain why she just starts being naked. And it's like, that doesn't make sense, really. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> I, a, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. There's been a lot of, we'll get there in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a good world building podcast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, but for the most part, I feel like that's how they deal with a lot of the characters. Also on the mutant side. You mean uh, the X-Men side? Yeah, whatever. Words. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, like Kitty Pride, she just kind of shows up for, for like a scene, right? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of others. It's Colossus, Colossus is in this one for like a no. scene. He's not? Is, no. it, is that an X-Men He shows scene? up in the X-Men scene. Okay. Uh, they show Pyro briefly. It's the most of like the 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 very superfluous side characters of the mansion would be Iceman because he shows up yeah. as as potential rogue love interest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even addressed the fact that the first that there's nothing to do with anything that the first uh first first movie we do after we finish the James Bond uh, ranting about rogue spies, the main character is named Rogue. I hate my life. Uh, Gone Rogan? Uh, this is sad. <laughs> I'm fine with this. It's just, I, how do we do, how do we get ourselves into these situations? What, why do, sci mo- do spy movies suck? <laughs> why, why, why do superheroes mo- superhero movies suck? Why does everything suck? <laughs> but yeah, um, little tangent there. Um, I feel like for the most part they do it over the course of this podcast you've been losing your mind <laughs> a little bit you? a little bit uh, first the Halle Berry thing then everyone hates Brian Singer and now Rogue yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit uh, but yeah I feel like they do a pretty good job of having these characters in the background to show their powers I just and it hints at them okay maybe in a future movie we could yeah, do something with them. I don't know. They don't. They don't kill all of them off. That's like true. they do with Toad and Sabretooth. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 it's. I don't know exactly how I feel about it starting off like that. But like we said, this is this is more of a uh, world building pilot type movie than anything else. So you know, you're like, okay, well, maybe they'll come back to it. Do you find it weird that that Iceman is just kind of a young kid at the school and he's not one of the? They don't have like the original five. Yeah. As that, that's always bothered me, and I. I I've always wondered what the, the the reason that I would most I most often advocate for sticking with the comics is because when they do something, they give you a background. When they do when a comic does something and then subsequently all the history gets built on that something, it gives you a background for where you can go with this. And and like like a, a template almost of okay. What is our baseline? Where do we? What is the the lowest we can do as far as quality of story goes? Because we've got this thing that everyone does love, and we can follow it more or less exactly. And and now we just need to figure out what can we do to make it better for the movie, for the for the the medium. What can we do to change it a little bit so that it'll play better? And so that yeah, what can we do so that people will respond better in this new medium, and 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 so that it's not completely predictable. But when you have or that's what I'm saying is when you have a, 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 a group of a team in the 60s, even though their comic did not end up doing very well, uh, when you've got a, a group in the 60s that, that has been together forever in the comics, they, they, they built on that relationship for the past 50 years, or whatever. And, and, and like that's, that's been kind of hardwired into the history of these characters. It, it really is weird that they didn't immediately think, okay, well let's start with talking about these people or these characters 
figure out where to go from there. And I get, I feel like part of that too is the 2001. Okay, how do we make a superhero movie? We grab the most popular characters from the comic and see what happens. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I I do wish that these movies started off with the main five. Uh, and it looks like they're kind of trying to approach that a little bit with Apocalypse. Guess we'll see. But I, I I'd like to I'd like to see them get, come closer to that. I do agree. I think that's 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 a thing that. They should have started from the beginning, but I can understand why they were afraid to, because they wanted to. They wanted people to, to be more invested uh, in a, in a world where we didn't have you know the Avengers or something like that, where where they had no idea that's that something like the Avengers could ever work. Yeah, uh, I can, it, It's a lot like Spider Man, where I can't blame them too much for a lot of the mistakes they made. The same Raimi Spider Man movies, uh, until Spider Man Three. <laughs> I can't blame them too much for the mistakes they made because they had nothing to go on, and they were like, all right. We're going to get this figured out, even if it's not going to be perfect. See, just looking at it, I, I, I've i read some X-Men. I'm not a huge comic book guy like you. I just mostly keep up with the movies. Yeah. Um, none of that stuff comes off as a problem to me. Because I'm just <laughs> like, oh, this is just how this universe is set up. It's, yeah. it's not like hugely distracting or it's like, I agree. oh, this is just terrible. Why aren't they doing this thing with this character? Because that's pretty much all I know about Iceman comes from these movies. Uh-huh. I know he's he kind of more of a jokester in the, in the comics a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, well, at least in the original ones, they play up the fact that he's the youngest member of the team uh-huh. and things like that. Um, but yeah, uh, like I know Rogue is, is also different in this. And I... I don't know a whole lot about Rogue, I will say. Well, I know she's like more of a spitfire. She's a lot uh-huh. more confident. And th- this is more of a fault of the sequels, but she could have had the potential to go to that place. Like she <laughs> starts off as... This sort of shy, she's afraid of her powers type person, and then she becomes more confident because yeah. of the rogue that we all know. Yeah, that's true. But that's uh. that's the fault of Brother Runner. <laughs> uh, it's not really his fault. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's un poco. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's it's not like it's a thing where oh they didn't do that. It's terrible. It's a thing where it's like oh, would have been nice if they did that. Because they would have been able to do, they would have been able to follow along a lot more and have have this kind of background for them to follow, to use that probably would have kept them a lot more consistent for longer. The, uh, probably would have would have stopped them from falling apart in X Men Three for one thing. Uh, and I know a lot of that's outside production stuff too. But I feel like if they'd stuck closer to something, if they had it, if they had something more close to go off of, as opposed to. Oh, let's just kind of try to do Dark Phoenix Saga and Joss Whedon's X-Men at the same time. They're popular, I guess. <laughs> Even though our universe isn't set up for that at all. Yeah, but it, it, that's why I think it's more of a problem rather than necessarily because, oh, they didn't do this thing in the comic one. It's because it's like, Eventually, you if you're going to make a superhero movie, eventually you're going to want to be very in line with the comics. Yeah, that's 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 fair. Um, oh, what what else is there? Uh, I, I feel like this movie is horribly underappreciated. Like even taking away the fanboy rage of Brian Singer currently, I think its place in superhero his, superhero yeah. movie history. It is very key, and I feel like it's, it, people just don't remember it at all. Yeah. I feel like people forget X-Men, too. I feel like everything pre-X-Men like X-Men first class, everybody just Well, forgets. I think everyone forgot X-Men 2 after Deadpool. <laughs> if anyone was still, was still hanging on to it, I think everyone was like, oh, no, we don't care anymore. I care. <laughs> I mean, I do, too. I, but, yeah, I feel like... I don't know. To feel bad. Well, we, we don't justify at all why we like this movie that much. I, th- I guess the, the biggest thing is a lot of the main characters get right. We get, we give them something to do. It's, it's, it's a straightforward, like, laying out. It's, I guess I got, I got it right here. It, 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 it does what, what, uh, you know, I'm thinking about like the, the Marvel vs. DC thing where where Avengers is like, okay, we're going to have all these individual solo movies that are going to lead up into this big team thing. Yeah. And then the the DC thing is like, oh, we got Man of Steel and then we're going to try and do Batman vs. Superman and that's going to lead to Justice yeah. League. 
I'm going to try and do it without doing a whole bunch of solo movies. This one is just like, got the team, here's the world, go. Yeah. And that's why that's my favorite thing about the movie. I feel like I've I've never seen, particularly like a superhero franchise, do that with this many characters and it doesn't just completely fall flat. That's very true. I, I, it's fairly, there we go. That's my reason for liking it. It's 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 drop fairly, the mic. I'm out. <laughs> it's fairly ballsy, you know. Like like this is. I know we keep we keep coming back to this point, and I think it's just because we're fascinated by it more than anything else. That this movie just didn't completely fall on yeah, its face. That's it, that that's, it's actually very confident and quite the fact, entertaining. The fact that this movie got made, it, it's competent. It's got a lot of stuff that the superhero superhero movies needed to see. In order to come down the line later, the fact that it all came together and they were just like, "Yeah, we made this," and, and we had not, we weren't going off of anyone. This is what would, would that have been the best superhero movie thus far? Looking back at it from a more objective point of view, trying to take out nostalgia a bit, is there really another superhero movie that that up to that point comes close? You could probably argue the merits of Blade. That that didn't get as good of reviews at yeah. the time. That sort of built up with a cult following afterwards. Uh, but you might be able to argue that. I would say you could argue the, the original Superman movie as well. Okay. Taking away, uh, you know, being ob- as objective as possible, I think you could okay. make the argument. But I think this, this is definitely better than any of the Burton Schumacher movies. Yeah. I'm sorry if, if you completely disagree with that. that. That's cool. We will talk about that. Don't hate on <laughs> us now. Hate on us then. Okay. I think we already did many reviews for like half the movies we're doing later yeah, on. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's the it, it got made. The the characters are are at the time though. Yeah, definitely one of the best. The characters are very faithful. Uh, for like like for the most part. I mean, I, I know we've we mentioned some. I guess the thing that that blows me away the most is the fact that Xavier and Magneto happened in this way on film. And that is, and, and I guess the fact that they're kind of the driving force of the plot, like they're the driving force of most of the plots. Yeah, but uh, but later there, later I feel like, especially like with X Men Two, it's like that. There's a lot more to love. Yeah, uh, this one specifically, the fact that I, I think that's probably the best thing that can be said for it, is the fact that it sets up. Okay, we've got Xavier. He's the good guy. We've got, or we, I won't phrase it like that. We've got Xavier. He's the the MLK. We've got we've got. Uh, Magneto, he's the Malcolm X. Yeah. Go. Yeah. This is this is their this is their conflict. They're gonna fight. They're gonna figure this out. Yeah. And and that's that we go from there. The fact that I guess it it's just surprising to me how how much they got it right immediately. Like you were saying with like immediately starting off with the Senate hearing, the Holocaust stuff. Like they the, get it. They went immediately for okay. What makes up the X Men? We're gonna make a movie. Uh, a, a simple, straightforward movie, but it's going to be a movie about that stuff. Even if the characterization of, of everyone, like, it's not, you know, completely correct, the, the world, it feels like X-Men. Yeah. Like, just the world and the themes and just the way they're presented, like, it feels like X-Men. Uh-huh. I agree. I, I just don't get the hate. I yeah. Whatever. Yeah, th- this one really is. It's a lot. It's not a lot about the plot or the, the what happens in the movie. It's a lot more about. But even then, it's not like there's no plot. There, no. there's enough. No, it's it's not. It's not bad. And and I I really just appreciate that it's not like a Magneto is trying to destroy the world or anything like that. Yeah. It's it it is something that completely goes in line with his motivation. Yeah. Is it a little yeah. over the top? Yeah, probably. <laughs> is the third act a little flimsy? Probably could be cut a lot. Is there cheesiness? Yeah. Is there Halle Berry? Yeah. But yeah, for the for the most part, there's there's a there's a lot to like about it. And and the biggest thing I think that can be said is that just that it puts you in this universe and it says, hey, this is the X Men universe. You are looking at it on film. It, it's it's the spectacle more than it. Like it, it's not even about you know what's what's currently happening in the in the moment of the movie. Like the plot is fine. The plot carries it. You you get the characters. You it's just. It's an exhibition of, hey, this is what we can do with superhero movies right now. We can make something like this that won't suck. You guys, all of you other guys, figure that out. And, and can I just say to, to overzealous fanboys who are probably hating on us, even though nobody's listening to us right now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> thank you if you are listening. Um, for overzealous fanboys who are like, oh, you guys are completely wrong. This movie's terrible. All of these movies are just terrible. Deadpool's only good one out of the bunch. Okay. Can you at least... When's the last time you've seen this movie? Just go back and watch it. 
and keep some of our thoughts in mind. That's that's all we ask if you like really disagree with us. Just keep our thoughts in mind and go back and watch the movie if it's been a long time since you saw it. Uh-huh. And just see if if you come away with a new perspective. That's all we ask. <laughs> and, and don't don't hate on Tyler because he hates the internet. I hate the internet, but I have no choice but to but to love it. <laughs> it is my life, and yet I am consumed by hatred for it. This is just depressing. <laughs> That's okay. We got X Men Two next week. We'll we'll pick it up a bit. Ooh, yeah. But then, oh no! <laughs> but then after that, oh after that's just crap. But then it gets good again. But but crap. <laughs> Okay, do, do we want to go ahead and just give our grades? I, there's really not a whole lot to say about the movie. It's just efficient. It's nice yeah. and efficient, and it's there. So, yeah. Uh, but not in a bad way. Yeah. I, I give it a B-. minus. Okay. Uh, that, that I think it's a tick-up from what I gave the original Spider-Man. You give it a C+. Plus. Yes. Uh, it, it's it's the fact that it, I think it holds up better than that one does. That It's not as dated. Still has problems, obviously. Still still things I would like to I, oh, well, I wish the characterization is significantly better. Yeah, I, I, I wish, and the casting is better. Yeah, uh, I, w- I Except wish. Except for Halle Berry. Yes. What's it's the not... worst casting? Is it Tobey Maguire or is it Halle Berry? Oh, it's Halle Berry. Oh, <laughs> you you know Tyler hates someone when they, they say they're worse than Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, There's no like. But oh, she... Alex, that's just hyperbole. Oh, that's not actually the way I think you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> She's somewhere in between Tobey Maguire and Topher Grace. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so Topher Grace is still worse. Yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. I should open with that question. Yes. Uh, okay. But yeah, it, it, it's, I, I have problems with it for sure. It's, it's dated a little bit, but it's, it's so just amazing that it got made it's it, it's and still it, efficient it's still competent to this day uh is yeah it's, it's very hard not to appreciate it yeah on a lot of levels yeah um i remember nuts i didn't see this movie in the theater yeah i i think my dad rented it for me at like blockbuster back when blockbuster was a thing and then when we were your age, I saw it and I, I really latched onto it like immediately. Yeah. And then X Men one point five came out and it had like a ridiculous amount of special features and I watched the crap out of that. <laughs> it was a, that that really was when I started getting onto like special features and yeah. want to see like the making of of different movies. Yeah. And then they, I think they released that like really close to the time X Men two came out and they had oh. like a sneak peek of it on there and I was. Just, Oh, there's more. <laughs> and like, I have a lot of nostalgia for this, but I don't feel like it's 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 like some people have for the Burton movies, and I have that to to a certain degree. Yeah, like we've said many times, we'll get to that. But I, I feel like this nostalgia is well placed because this still holds up for the most part. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm. I'm on the fence between B and B minus, and I know that's not really that much of a big deal. <laughs> I, I recognize that uh, first world problems, am I right, people? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna go B minus. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the same as you. Um, okay. It's not. It's not like out of the park grand slam. It's the most amazing thing ever. Uh-huh. It, it does have problems. I think most of that falls into the third act. Um, but I, I. It's just efficient. It's nice and efficient, and I and I like it. Yeah. And there's not just a whole bunch of weird moments like there are in the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The first two X-Men movies are both better than the first two Spider-Man movies. I'm not saying that X-Men 1 is yes. better than Spider-Man 2. I was like, wait a minute. I'm saying X-Men 1 is better than Spider-Man 1, and X-Men 2 is better than Spider-Man 2. That's But is X-Men 3 worse than Spider-Man 3? You gotta tune in to find out. They all suck. Go home. That's fair. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go B minus on that. That's, okay. Yeah. Okay, do, do we have any final thoughts? Not really. Uh, you can contact us at HCT Sequels uh, on email through herecomethesequels at gmail.com. Uh, we have a blog. It's a thing. Here come the sequels at blog. Or do, 
here come the sequels dot blogspot dot com. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know. You keep up with this crap. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I just record. We're, 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 <laughs> we want we want people to talk to because we have no one else. So you know, please do. Uh, and if you think we're totally wrong and you actually feel you have justifiable yeah, opinions, talk to us. Yeah, but don't don't like insult us or just say I mean, our, our opinions are completely worthless. Like, I mean, I, you you can do that too. Like, at I, least I, know it means inter- I know how the internet works, and uh, I know this will this will go on deaf ears. But <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. Like, somebody disagrees with you. Okay, get over it. Uh-huh. It's a movie. Uh-huh. First world problems. <laughs> Whatever that that was that was my little mini rant. There you go. You already ranted. Never forget this. Okay, so next week we're doing. Oh my god, we're doing X Men two, uh-huh. and then X Men three. Uh huh. The X Men Origins. Yeah. First class. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Stay rogue. <laughs>